Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up? And uh, once again, welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, if you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. It's the six inches in front of your face. <laughs> Al Pacino's here, apparently. I didn't know. Or what was the coach's name in, uh, in that movie? Lou Brown, just kidding. Lou that's Brown. no, that's yeah. from Major League. <laughs> I was gonna say no. I don't think that's it. Man. I don't remember the day. Uh, uh, like I, uh, it's uh, the coach from any given Sunday. Two, I don't two remember. Week, his two name. weeks ago, the yeah. uh, the uh, I did the the any given Sunday quote, and yes, I said I knew a couple speech. people. It wasn't a quote. You gave the full speech, and I got multiple messages going. Do you just pumped up me up this morning? I'm about to go do some push-ups right now. Yes. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go hard in the gym today. Maripose and Mahler certainly was one. So yeah, I believe that. I believe yeah. that. So. Uh, what's going on? It is yeah, boy, Savage O'Malley, aka Big Skis, aka Savvy Davis Jr., aka Suckerfish Sav. Uh, I was thinking the other day. What's that? Doesn't matter where I'm at. Uh-huh. Anytime Ludacris comes up, uh huh, he always enters with like Luda. Yeah. Does he do that like everywhere, dude? Like at Starbucks, <laughs> they're like, "Can I get a name for the order?" Luda. Luda. Yeah, he might. He might. You know what I mean? If he doesn't, he should. I totally am fully on board with that, man. I'm fully. I love Ludacris. I think Ludacris is one of those MCs that does not get mentioned enough and does not get enough credit because maybe he's not, he doesn't have like the deepest content. Like he doesn't go in on politics, religion, but uh, bar wise and hit wise, man, that guy has been in the game and been at it a long time. He's an absolute beast. And when they talk about top 20, top 30, top 50 MCs, I truly don't believe his name is mentioned enough. He's got classic albums. He's got vicious, ferocious bars. 
personality, slappers, fun, party records. The guy's done it all, man. And and he Luda, Luda doesn't get enough credit keeping the South and ATL on the map for a long time. You know, with the drought of no Outcast music, he was holding down the ATL for a long time, dude. I I I, lo- I really enjoy his music and and yeah, give that man his flowers because he doesn't get enough credit for what he's done. But uh, hey, man, I gotta ask you something. Mm. I kind of noticed when we came in here and started to fire this episode up, it seemed like there was uh, maybe you had a little something on your mind. Is what what's going on, man? What's grinding you? Something bugging you? Something grinding your gears a little bit, man? Besides the fact that I have duct tape on my headphones? Yeah, other than the fact that you had to duct tape your beats in order to keep them comfortably on your head, I kind of just picked up a little vibe, like something might be bugging you. Is there something, something going on? Something is very much bugging me. Okay. Also... I'm not that mad about the headphones because they are like 10 plus years old and yeah. they still sound great and I've gotten more than my money's worth out Absolutely. of Absolutely. But still a little annoying once anything breaks. Of course. Especially if you really like it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I, I use it, you know, yeah. for the for the podcast. And yeah, I don't absolutely. really want to have to replace my wired headphones for the podcast. No. Let me tell you what grinds my gears, Bill. All right. I'd love to hear what grinds your gears. All right. I'm curious. Man, I'm going to tell you right now. Please. Um... You know the Drake meme where like he's like shunning his face and then he's like, yeah. Yes. And so like yep. the shunning his face is uh, like, no, 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 I don't want that. But then like the he's pointing like that's the one I want. Yes. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That, the classic Drake meme. Yes. This is what I thought of last night. The no face Drake like, no, I don't want that. You know what should be right next to that? What? Fixing the homeless problem. Okay. And no, then- no, no, I don't want that. But then the, oh yeah? You know what the oh yeah one is? What? Putting on the amber alert signs, watch for pedestrians everywhere. Uh, yeah. Because homeless people are on the freeway now. Oh, okay. Like there's you. people are walking. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen more homeless people on the freeway in the last year than I've ever seen in my life. Because mm-hmm. you're not supposed to walk on the freeway. It's illegal. Right, of course. Yeah. Right? But yeah. They're, they're everywhere now. Because, you know, the world's been crazy. A lot of things have happened. Some people were homeless for... Because it's not their fault. Some people are homeless because of things they've done. Regardless, yeah, the, the homeless problem is a pr- thing is a problem. It's you. It's not getting any smaller. Right? It's growing every year. Yeah, absolutely. Ten thirty uh, last night, someone got hit and killed on the freeway on mm. ninety nine. Mm. Ten thirty nine. Why are you walking on the freeway at ten thirty nine, sir yeah. or ma'am? Yeah. Right. How about fix it instead of just putting up? Hey, beware! Pedestrians everywhere. Yeah. I just fucking pisses me off, dude. Like, I understand, like, there's probably not an easy answer. No, unfortunately, there is. But, yeah. but there has to be a better answer. Yeah. Than, uh, you know, letting people walk on the freeway. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it, it's, um, I work in El Dorado County. And I can tell you this, that the people with money have definitely figured out how to keep the homeless situation out of their, their town. So I don't know how exactly how it works, but I can tell you that Placerville, so what you have is you have El Dorado Hills, the Serrano area. Those are generally Empire Ranch, Serrano, El Dorado Hills, Folsom. That tends to be the area with the people with money. And people with money have a tendency to be able to say, oh no, no, not in my backyard. So what's happening is there is a massive homeless population that are just camping out in the woods and creating these camps and throwing up tents in Placerville. And it's eked its way down into Cameron Park. Mm-hmm. But anytime you start to see a homeless person come over into that Serrano Empire Ranch area, I have literally driven by a homeless person on the street in El Dorado Hills and thought, oh, man, it's like seeing an alien. 
because it never happens. Like, holy shit, was that a homeless person? Like, and literally I've been at a light and flipped a UE to go back, gone. They're gone. Someone has removed them and ushered them back into, into Folsom or, or excuse me, into Cameron Park or El Dorado Hills to like designated areas. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the solution is, but it does seem like if you've got money, you can keep them out of your area. I have actually heard, I was talking to a coworker that actually told me that when homeless people would show up in Folsom, they would like put them on a bus or a train, pay to send them back to like downtown Sacramento and be like, oh no, not here. You guys here, here's some cash, get on that, go back to SAC. Like to keep people, keep them out. I don't know what the answer is because it seems like a lot of times they're 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 suffering from mental illness. So what happens is they self-medicate with drugs and alcohol. And then what we're doing right now that's not working is we're relying on the police to take care of them. You can't fill up our jail. Our jails are not homes, proper homes for mental illness. So I've actually been to meetings where the sheriff has spoken and he has discussed like, look, our jails are filling up with people with mental illnesses and, and, and all of a sudden our officers, officers are required to administer medication and to, to dealing with someone who suffers from mental illness is a hundred thousand million percent different than dealing with just a general criminal. You don't deal with these people the same way. And so right now that I feel like is the main way we're tackling it is we're expecting law enforcement to deal with. Now, granted, do these people commit crimes? Oh, hundred percent when they're, when you're homeless and you have mental illness and you're, 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 you're mixing that with drugs and alcohol, you're going to do things that are illegal for sure. But the way we deal with these people, you in the uh, social worker aspect probably are more trained to deal with someone in that manner than a police officer may be. You know I, what I mean? Like, I don't, and, and uh, I'll just say this real quick. Yeah. We're at the point now where it's hard to remember what we've talked about on the podcast and what we haven't. You sure. know what I mean? After sure. all these years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and side conversations yeah. and, you know, yeah. just with us or with other people. So if I've said this before, I apologize. It was probably a long time ago and people don't remember anyway. And yeah. even if I do, they'd be like, oh, I might have heard that. I remember, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I remember you saying something about it was that. two seasons ago. I, yeah. <laughs> before I got my new job, yeah, I said a long time ago, there should be social workers on the police force. Yeah. There absolutely should be. Mm -hmm. There should be like, pay me a hundred grand, put me through some basic gun training. Yeah. I ride with my partner, mm -hmm. right? And you deal with mental health things. You're an officer, so you could get shot. You could get killed. It's part of the gig. Right. Right? But I could get shot and killed too. Right. I don't get a gun. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm out there weaving through homeless people and going into bad neighborhoods. Yeah. Right? Police and, and, and I'm not trying to be negative about police officers. Police, police officers, for the most part, are absolutely terrible with this population. Yeah, no. I, because they're not trained to deal with no, it. No. They not, don't know how to do it. They're not therapists. And, they're not doctors. And, they're not psychologists. And, and, yeah. and on top of that, yeah. the majority of them struggle to be good people because they are... You are trained like you be you you became this fight or flight like when you're an officer you got to turn it on because every this could be your last day. 
Yeah. It's hard to flip the switch. They suffer from PTSD. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, you're going into drug houses and you're yeah. getting shot at and, and, and other the people. Av- the average John Q public right. don't have respect for police officers. So criminals in the underworld, the underbelly of society really don't. And and to be yeah. fair, yeah. there are lots of officers who have brought that on themselves. Sure. And, and, and there, there's always bad apples in every batch. Right. Okay, but... They're not like to do what I do, to do with social workers, to deal with these people with mental health. Yeah. You have to be full of compassion. Yes. You cannot be full of compassion and also be a police officer at the same time. I don't think it's possible. Yeah. Because you have to be, you're on edge. You're constantly, you know what I mean? Like, yes. I just don't think it's something. I've never you're seen a cop that does it. looking over your shoulder. I've never yeah. seen it. I've never, I've never, I know several cops. Yeah. I would not trust any of them with a mental health guy freaking out. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. It's just the way. It's not how they're trained. Right. Right. And and I feel like they need to be trained a certain way to handle a certain element. But yeah. you can't. So I, I don't know how you. Maybe you send the regular officer and Officer Bittner out at the same time. And then right. Officer Bittner takes this, you know, handles this as best as he can. You know what I mean? Before yeah. Officer Force and. And, and handcuffs and tasers takes over. Yeah. You know, but I, you know, I, and, and I think that's, and, and I know, again. Yeah, yeah. I, I've said, I know I've said this on the podcast. I don't like to say things without having an answer of how to fix it. Yeah. But I don't have an answer. Yeah. But it needs to be fixed because. It's, yeah. It's I, out I, of control. It's a huge problem. I mean, when you drive into the, into, you know, my son and I went to Southern California and you get off the freeway off ramps and to go into the town. And they've just literally created camps wherever there's an open patch of ground that doesn't have a business or, uh, you know, homes on it and just set up camp. Like there's literally stretches of highway where there may be a little patch of dirt that is just like broke down trailer, broke down Trent, blanket, easy up, easy up, easy up, blanket, tent, like for miles where they're just inhabiting and taking up space because... We just literally don't know what else to do with them. So we're letting it slide because it's like, at a certain point, what do you do? You're right. There's there's no easy answer. I don't know what that answer is, but uh, I also don't know how hard we're working. to. F- I don't know if there's someone whose job is to try to figure this out and get it taken care of. I don't know how... Th- I, I don't know if there's someone who's losing sleep at night trying to solve this problem. I'm sure there right. probably is. I don't know. But you're right. There's no easy solution. But, you know, especially since COVID, when a lot of people lost businesses, lost jobs, lost their homes, lost their financial well-being and way of life, the homeless population ain't getting any smaller. It's grown. I understand yeah. there are people who are put out in it's not their fault and yeah life has not been kind the last couple of years i get that i right, do right um the other piece of that and, and on top of that california is not is not gotten any cheaper to live no it sure hasn't no. um so i i understand that piece and i understand there's going to be homelessness and i understand that it's a real problem and it's gotten out of control there has got to be a way to move whatever like here's an idea Stop worrying about writing tickets for speeders. Yeah. And get the people right off the freeway. Yes. Yeah. Right? Quit being quit being a fucking yard duty. Quit yeah. being, you know what I mean? Triple A with a badge. Yeah. 
and worrying about speeders so that you can rack up more money for the state. Right. And get the people, like literally yesterday, from my office to Lathrop, Manteca, I saw like six people that were right by the freeway. Right. Yeah. And all it takes is one of those to take a wrong turn. Somebody not paying attention. Somebody, you know, you got to swerve because now we're now you got a homicide on your hand. Right. Even if it's an accident. Yeah. Get the people off the freeway. Like, that's what, like, the homeless thing's an issue. But, like, now we're talking about massive safety issues. For people sure. People already don't pay attention on the road. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Now, you, the last thing we need is moving targets. Right. Yeah, there's so many distractions when driving now. Yeah. Not to, you know, cell phones obviously being number but one. You got, but you got my $400 because I was seven miles over the speed limit. Right. Good oh, yeah. shit. I just got, uh, I took a call um, because in real estate, when the phone rings, you answer or they move on to the next person that'll help them out. I answered the phone. I didn't pay attention that there was a CHP behind me. I had a $160 ticket for answering my phone, you know? Uh, yeah. But let's let those homeless people just, you know, yeah, run it, ramp. It, it, yeah. And, 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 it's, I, and it's, not that it's, it's, I advocate being on the cell phone while driving. I driving. I don't. It's just the safety thing to me. Yeah. Like, like I've almost hit somebody in the street because yeah. they're not paying attention. Sure. And, and just in the regular street in the city. Right. Not let alone if I'm now driving 60, 70 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. And it, some dude steps out in front. And they're of me. in a drunken stupor or a yeah. drug haze and not paying attention and they jerk out into it, the highway. It, yeah. And, and there are people who be like, that ain't my fault, dude. Like, it was an accident. That's not my fault. And they'll be okay with it, right? Yeah, but there's other people like who do what I do. Yeah. I'd be destroyed if I killed the person oh, because of that. I, I could not get over sleep that. Sleep at night after doing that. Yeah, you know I what I mean. How you live with yourself. Yeah. I I almost hit a kid like 20 years ago. One thousand percent not my fault. Yeah, I was going 25 in a residential neighborhood, uh -huh. and this kid shot out into the street between two cars. Yeah, I it, I almost hit him. Yeah, I I think about that now. Twenty years later, crazy, yeah. If I hit somebody and killed them with my car, even if it wasn't my fault on the freeway, mm. I'd be broken. Oh, absolutely, man! I can't so even imagine. Can we get the damn people off the freeway? Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Hashtag CP. That's what grinds my gears. Anyway, how are you, Bill? <laughs> you know what, man? I'm doing all right. I'm like. I just I, want to slap him, you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> that's a nice segue. I Thank like that you. you did that there. Yeah, let's go into something lighter that really doesn't hey, matter. <laughs> let's talk about something lighter. Let's talk about somebody just absolutely ruining their career. And when I say lighter, I mean, you know, this has been like, I feel like at this point, us talking about it, there, there are times, and you and I have discussed this before, where there are times where I wish we didn't have this hour and 20 minute gap. Because there are things that happen that I would love to just be able to jump on and talk about. But you and I have insane lives. We have regular jobs and we've got family issues and we've got things happening that don't allow us to do that. So, but when uh, the Oscars, the 2022 Oscars happened um, and Will Smith ran up on stage and slapped Chris Rock for a joke, mm -hmm. uh, immediately... Uh, Amber's phone blew up because Amber is involved with the theater company. I, to be honest, I didn't even know the Oscars were on. And Amber and I were watching, uh, just watching television at home, like watching Netflix or something. And all of a sudden, Amber's phone blows up like, oh, my God, I'm watching the Oscars. Will Smith just stormed the stage and slapped Chris Rock. So then immediately I go to my phone and the Internet is just on 
fire. I mean, on. This is the most anyone has talked about the Oscars, probably since Titanic was nominated for all those awards. Like, nobody gives two shits about the Oscars anymore. Even with the slap, this was the second lowest ratings of an Oscars ever. All I heard was it was terrible the whole time. Anyway, I didn't watch it, so except for the slap in the videos. So the internet's on fire, man, and I'm just thinking, man, this is one of those times where I wish Savage just lived around the corner so we could get this out and talk about it. Because now at this point, it has been so discussed. And I've seen videos of people that are professional. Um, their job is to analyze people's body languages. And this guy has written books about body language and he he trains police officers he's like the utmost authority in training police officers on how to judge people's body language and the next move they're going to make when speaking of police officers earlier when they get into tense situations analyzing someone's body language to kind of figure out what they're going to do before they do it this dude analyzed the video this is the number one this is the guy that the police go to nationwide to analyze people's body languages he's analyzing the will smith chris rock video the slap heard around the world basically um so i wish we could have talked about it immediately because i feel like at this point we're kind of beating a dead horse but that being said i know we've got a dedicated loyal fan base a lot of friends a lot of family that listen that are probably curious just on our thoughts on it and how we felt about it and my initial reaction is it was fucking sad dude like i'm a big will smith fan i'm an even bigger chris rock fan and i just thought every time i watched it i kind of just was sickened not because of the violence a lot of people are like he performed violence like, he slapped him. Like, Chris Rock didn't even have a red mark on his face. Chris Rock looked shook up and a little stunned that it happened. But I thought he composed himself and handled him, carried himself very well. Um, but I just thought, how sad, because that just should have been a special moment for Will Smith. Like, Will Smith has been very vocal that he wanted an Oscar. Like, he's really chosen roles and picked roles with a specific goal of winning the oscar because he's won grammys and american music awards and blockbuster awards and billboard entertainment awards and he's won uh golden globes the oscars that one award that has that is kind of been right there within his grasp he was nominated for ali which i thought his performance was great but the movie was flawed he was nominated for pursuit of happiness which blew my mind. I loved, loved, loved that movie. I thought he should have won for that. I don't know who won that year, but I love that movie. That movie's so inspirational. Um, and then the year he did that movie where he played the concussion doctor for the NFL, uh -huh. he wasn't nominated and felt he should be. That was the year that the Oscars got slammed with the hashtag Oscar so white. Um, and uh, he didn't show up. A lot of African-Americans and people of color didn't go. They boycotted the Oscars that year because they felt like there weren't enough people of color represented, not just black, but Asian, Indian, Latinos, just there weren't enough people of color. And I think that was like 2016 or 2018 that they slapped it with Oscar so white and nobody showed up. And and since then the Oscars have just been dwindling in, in, uh, in numbers. People just don't watch because for the most part, they're just not nominating movies that people want to watch. You want the Oscars to go up. You want the, the ratings to go up for the Oscars. Uh, nominate Spider-Man No Way Home. 
It was a phenomenal movie. They actually extended it. It used to be only five or six movies that could get nominated for Best Picture. They expanded it to 10. And they did that to be able to include more movies, different types of movies. But as long as they keep doing these movies that the average Joe moviegoer doesn't watch, mm-hmm. the ratings are going to be low. You know when the ratings were big? Titanic. When Titanic was nominated. When Lord of the Rings, the, the last Lord of the Rings movie was nominated. Because those were movies that millions of people watched. So people tuned in. Uh, you know, when when Jamie Foxx got nominated for Ray, I watched. I thought that movie was phenomenal and I loved Jamie Foxx. I wanted to see him win. I was rooting for him. But until you get something like that, people aren't going to watch. Like, can't expect people to tune into something. So um, I know a lot of people were like, yo, this shit was staged. It was set up. It was still the second lowest watched Oscars ever. And if you think people are stupid enough to tune in next year, hoping for another slap, you think really that I know that people as a whole aren't the most intelligent. A person is smart. People can be dumb. But I really don't see like that happening. And I mean, this did nothing for their career. Neither of these guys needed the money. Will Smith is fine. Chris Rock is fine. So they didn't their careers didn't need a boost. Like this was literally Will just I think there's a lot more going on with Will Smith than we know. A lot of people are like, read his book and you'll understand what happened. Like I haven't read his book, but apparently he's like, God, you know. But, you know, Chris said a joke and he laughed. Jada rolled her eyes. He looked at Jada and then went into defense mode. And he slapped him across the face for what he felt like was hurting his wife's feelings. I think there's a lot more going on, in my opinion. I believe that Will Smith, ever since that Red Table Talk where it came out that his wife had an affair with August Alsina, everybody's dumped on Jada and him. Like for the last, whenever that came out, seven, eight months, I don't know, a year ago, whenever that Red Table Talk happened and the entanglement, there have been so many entanglement jokes. There have been so many comedians that have said much fouler things about Jada Pinkett Smith, getting her back blown out by August Alsina, a guy who's much younger, who was friends with the family. Like, actually, let me apologize because I'm pretty sure Will Smith listens to the show. I want to give a quick apology. Because uh, I was very hard on Jada Pinkett Smith for her performance in Matrix Resurrections. And I don't want Will coming down to series to s- smack the shit out of me. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so my bad, Will. I'm sorry, man. But I just really think there was a lot more going on. And this was just the straw that broke the camel's back. I think Will was probably stressed out. It's Oscar night. There's a lot of eyes on him. There's a lot of pressure. Um, and this was something. Because even in 2016, when they didn't show up, Chris Rock hosted and Chris Rock made a joke. He said, Jada Pinkett Smith's boycotting the Oscars. He's like, is she even in a movie? He's like, that'd be like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. You know, like, I think that's meaner than the lame ass. And I love Chris Rock. That was a lame ass G.I. Jane joke. There's two things that most people didn't know. Number one, I had no clue about that Jada Pinkett Smith suffered from alopecia. Right? She shaved her head. She's had really, really short hair forever. And it looks good on her. She rocks it. I just always thought it was a fashion choice. You know, I'm not checking for Jada like that. I don't know anything about alopecia and what she suffers from. So number one, I know more about alopecia now than I ever did. Number two, I haven't thought about the movie G.I. Jane in like 25 years. So man, that was a lame joke. And Chris Rock has said, I didn't know she had alopecia. If I would have known, I would have never told that joke. 
but it wasn't that offensive to me what this was was the build-up of a million jada pinkett smith insulting jada pinkett smith jokes that this was the straw that broke the camel back camel's back and will lost it and i think it's unfortunate because this was his moment to finally have that oscar this was not only a moment for him it was a moment for his family it was a moment for venus and serena and a, mo and a way to honor their father it was also a way to honor all black people who feel like they haven't been represented at the oscars properly and nobody's talking about any of that king richard was a phenomenal movie it was in my top five of the year mm -hmm. i fucking love that movie will smith kills it that is a great great movie if you haven't seen it if none of you anybody out there hasn't seen it watch it it's great uh, Will Smith is incredible in it, but all that was overshadowed. Nobody talked about any of that. All it was was the slap, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for all parties involved because, you know, not that it's that shocking that a man would be offended that his wife was and get up and slap someone, but right after that, Quest Love from the Roots won best uh, best um, what do you call it documentary for a movie called Summer of Soul that I heard is phenomenal. But he had to get up, Questlove had to get up and give a speech right after that slap. Nobody's talking about Questlove. Nobody's talking about the other nominees. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson got an honorary Oscar that night for Lifetime Achievement. Denzel Washington presented it to him. S Sam Jackson, for all his movies, has never been nominated for an Oscar, so they gave him an honorary Oscar. Did you hear anything about that? I didn't even know it happened. No, I, I didn't until today. I heard someone else talk about it. Because all anybody talked about was that slap. So the fact... Chris Rock's face is going to be fine. But that just, that slap had repercussions that affected a lot of things for a lot of people. Chris Rock apologized to Wanda Sykes because Wanda Sykes was like one of the co-hosts of the Oscars. And Wanda ran up, to, she was coming out and telling jokes and presenting too. And there was a couple other women. They were trying to focus on the ladies too. And she came up to Chris and was like, Chris, are you okay? I can't believe that. And he said, Wanda, I'm so sorry because this was really supposed to be about you tonight and no one's going to be talking about you tomorrow. This is what they're going to talk about. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, cause they're, they go way back. Him and Wanda go back to the Chris Rock show. Like they had a lot. So I just, it, to me, it was re really sad. I'm not outraged. Like how could another man that's assault. He should go to jail. Fuck no. It's Chris Rock. Like he, I'm so sure. Like everybody's like, Chris didn't press charges. Of course not. You know, it's, it was a slap. Like, is it right? No. Does it set a bad precedence? It could. But I wasn't that insulted by the slap or offended or scared or this shouldn't happen on television. Shit happens. But I just feel bad for all the people who uh, deserved a little shine that night that didn't get it that are going to be overshadowed by this. And, you know, it just could have been a special night. And it wasn't because of, uh, you know, a dude who lost his temper, basically. Yeah, you know, Will's gonna be fine. He'll, he'll he'll dry his eyes on millions of dollars. Chris Rock is got sold out concerts. He's on tour. He doesn't care. He's not talking about it in his concerts. He just goes, "Hey, I know you guys want to hear about this, but I wrote jokes already for about other stuff. I'll talk about this later after I've processed it. I gotta process it. It'll be funny, and I will talk about it, but not right now. Like that's it. And so yeah, I just thought it was kind of sad, man. I just really do. Like he didn't know about the alopecia. He made a lame GI Jane joke. Uh, definitely not slap worthy. 
There have been 50 Cent and many other people that have talked about their sex lives and made really nasty jokes that probably were more deserving of that slap across the face than Chris Rock. Just kind of kind of pathetic and kind of sad, man. That's how I felt about it. Two people I respect were involved in just an ugly moment that overshadowed a lot of shit. How about you, man? What are your thoughts on it? Uh, you know, uh, at first I thought it was, it was staged just because Chris Rock is is uh is kind of a frail dude yeah and he took it and then when you go back and look like will smith didn't like it was like kind of a weak slap yeah oh yeah so it, it will smith could have knocked him out it certainly looked staged yeah um uh, I'll, I'll say this i i think that uh i think that uh <laughs> to follow up on the mental health thing yeah. uh, i think there's a lot of stuff going on with will i agree and i think that uh I, and i and people have asked me how i felt about it i, I my answer uh, was and still is. I think Jada's the problem. Yeah, I, um, agree with I that think too. that uh, you know she's toxic. I, she's I toxic. I yeah. think their relationship is the, you know what whatever it is or what yeah, it's. I don't care how famous you are and it's not working. No. Okay, like it's not healthy. You know, no matter how hard you guys are trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since that red table stuff came out, they have been the butt of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And I think he just got fed up with it. Will became a meme. Like, of like looking like disgusted while she talked. Like he was memed. And now it's a, he's another meme. Um, yeah. I, 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 I do put some blame on Chris Rock mo- simply because the joke was terrible. Oh, it was awful. He, he, he's capable of so much better. Yeah. So I felt like I wanted to slap him because because it wasn't a good joke. It wasn't. Yeah, it you know, wasn't be, funny. be better. It wasn't fun. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and then uh, and, and you know and and the, and the this is the worst part to me. There's a chance you say we'll be fine. He's gonna dry his eyes. On, right. He might be done. He might get canceled. They put because, a pause on. From what I heard, uh, Bad Boys Four is on pause, and then there was a movie he's gonna do for Netflix that's on pause right now. I, I, I'll I be shocked if Bad Boys 4 in this movie, d- that they don't unpause. I don't know what pause means. They're reflecting. He is banned from the Oscars for 10 years, uh, and he resigned from the Academy right. uh, uh, over it and apologized multiple times. But that but that's simply, that's a PR move. That's... Yeah, yeah. Hey. Saving hey, face. Quit, quit before they fire you. Yeah, well, because... And, and, there, and, you know, there were talk that they could take his Oscar away, and they're not going to take his Oscar away because... The community would be outraged because there's dirtbags that have Oscars that have done way worse than slapping someone across the face. There's people with like sexual assault allegations that have Oscars that weren't removed. So they take Will's Oscar over a slap. Get ready to have riots. Like you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna end well for anybody. So I I was never concerned with them taking his Oscar away. Um, I really I hear what you're saying. This could potentially end his career, um, but I think you let enough time pass. And I think money talks, bullshit walks. I think people will still go watch Bad Boys 4. Um, I don't foresee it killing his career. It's just going to slow it down. I, 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 I'll tell you this, and I disagree with you. Regard, I'm not, he, he's, he'll be around at some point. Will Smith has tarnished his legacy. Oh, for that sure. Will never, he will never be oh. the Will Smith of old anymore. There's an asterisk by his name. hundred percent. It will never, ever be like it used to be. It's like getting caught doing steroids in baseball. Okay, you hit a lot of home runs, but there's going to be a little asterisk there now. Even if, even if, because I can already tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be some P 
PR spin about a mental health breakdown and sure. he's going to get some therapy and there's mm-hmm. going to be some stuff and they're going to put some shine on it. You know, he was, you know, cause that's, it's all business, right? I don't know what's going to happen with him and Jada. Maybe him and Jada split up. If that's what happens, then, you know, then, uh, oh, you know, Will was in a bad place, blah, blah, blah. There's going to be that. But regardless, he's, he's never going to be the same. And when something does come out, if the movie does not do well because people do not like him or they're tired of it or they're like whatever, yeah, then he's done. Yeah, he needs I, a he needs a hit. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he needs to have a hit. And if that's he comes what, if, they, if they push forward Bad Boys 4 and it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that, that and that you need a hit in Hollywood. You know, you make enough duds, you you could be done in Hollywood regardless. Like very similar to like yeah. we said about the Batman thing. Yeah, yeah. If Robert Pattinson blows this Batman thing, we're not going to see Batman for a They're while. They're going to shelf Batman for a hot minute. Yeah, absolutely. I, I 100% agree with you there. I think that then the reason why Will Smith tarnished his name, let's just flip it for a minute and say it was another rapper turned actor. Let's put Ice Cube in that seat. And Chris Rock says, yo, man, yo, Cube, man, says something about his wife. Like, yo, man, she's pretty hot, man. Talk to me afterwards or something. And Cube jumps up and slaps Rock nobody's that shocked. Oh, really? The guy from NWA slapped Chris Rock? Yep, just another day, you know, for for ice. It wouldn't be a big deal. But Will Smith is like, he's like, in Black Hollywood, I put him right up there with Tom Hanks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, beloved, the nice guy, like not known for ever having an outbreak or doing this kind of thing. Like any other rapper turned actor, Ludacris, Ice-T, this wouldn't be a thing. It wouldn't tarnish Ice Cube's record to slap somebody across the face. It'd be like Cube, the dude from South Central, slapped somebody for insulting his wife. Cool. When's his next movie? Like, but it's Will Smith. But here's the thing, and I and I firmly believe this. Yeah. Ice Cube, Ice T. Yeah. Wouldn't have done that. Not in, not on the camera. Not on stage. That wouldn't have happened. No, because they would have. The police would have come. Yeah. That wouldn't happen. They're yeah, smart yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And if they had done it. It he might have he, he might have punched Chris Rock in the backstage. Right, it wouldn't have been like, "Hey, Cube, would you mind leaving?" They would have taken him out of there. Yeah, and happened. he knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been so. It's animal. it's a different animal. Like I get it. Like Will Smith is like um like was almost un. He, I mean, he is untouchable because he got away with what he did. Sure. Like people will always remember. Like I, I'm sure you heard what Jim Carrey said. Yeah, I heard. Jim. Right, and he's right. Yeah. He will all like. That will live forever. It will, forever. Right. That video is not going anywhere. Ever. Yeah. Chris Rock, like his image is tarnished some because that did happen. Jim Carrey's not wrong. Yeah, Jim was like, no, of course he wouldn't press charges. That's a pain in the ass. He's like, what he should do is he should have got up the next morning and said, I'm suing for $200 million. And just been like, yeah, because that video won't die. He's right there. But again, I don't know if that helps anything. Cause it's like, Oh, one millionaire suing another millionaire, you know, like neither of these guys need the money. Chris rock is still performing to sold out crowds. They actually said his ticket sales went up and I'm like, he was already selling out. I don't know how tickets <clears throat> sales go up anymore, but he, I saw Chris rock at the Paramount theater in Oakland. One of two nights, both were sold out. Like, and that was seven years ago, you know, or five years ago, whatever it was. The, uh, I'll tell you this, the, um, the one person that this whole thing has helped yeah. It's Chris Rock's brother. Oh, he's, he's the Tony, one talking about it. Tony Rock. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about it. He's all over TikTok. He's on, uh, on his on his shows. Yeah. yeah. He's obviously not Chris Rock, but, you know, 
Yeah, he's, he's still a comedian. He's a funny guy. Yeah, he, I've seen some of he's his He's talking stuff. about it. Yeah, oh yeah, he's like, you fucking hit my brother, man. He's like, I'm going to tell you right now, the one I watch, he's like, I'm going to tell you right now, if you got a problem with me, you do not have an invitation to come on this stage. I will knock you out. And he's like, and I, let me tell you something. What people don't know, there's like 10 Rock Brothers. He's like, there's 10 of us, and we're all pissed. <laughs> he's like, and you, he's like, you hit my brother, man? You hit my brother? Yeah, man. Tony's been around a while putting in work in the stand-up circuits. He hosts some shows and has made some appearances in movies, but he's like, I got nothing to lose. So you come up to me, I'll hit you. I've got nothing to lose. I don't have a career with millions of dollars. He's like, you, you I got nothing to lose. Don't come up here and, and catch these hands. Like, you know, like he's like, yeah, you, you're going to get it. I just props to Chris Rock because he was clearly like a lot of people were like it was staged. But I'm like, Chris Rock isn't that good of an actor. I've seen Chris Rock in movies. <laughs> he's not that great of an actor. And he he had the he got slapped. Will walks away and he goes, wow, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And then there's a moment where he's like, uh, and he's clearly rattled. And he goes, um, that might be the greatest moment in television history, he said. But he was like clearly rattled. And then afterwards, they announced the, the winner for the, the best documentary. And there's a video, I don't know if you've seen it, of the camera panning on him as Questlove is coming up to get his Oscar for best documentary. And he just looks shot. He's like deer in the headlights. Like, what the fuck just happened? Like, de- like his face is saying, like, did that really just happen? Is this real? Like, he had to carry on and host the rest of that show with Will sitting in the front row right there by him. Like, the whole night. Like, props to him and his composure to handle that. Like, uh, he was a champ, dude. He, he's a, an absolute professional. He's He's been, for the longest time, my absolute favorite stand-up comedian. Dave Chappelle has knocked him out. But I put Dave as 1A and, and Rock as 1B. Like, he's a goat. He, he's an absolute stand-up comedian genius, in my opinion. And he handled himself so well. Because I'd have been like, fuck that, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm leaving. Like, I can't look at this dude the rest of the night and still carry on being a host for a show that nobody gives a shit about. Nobody cares about the Oscars. Like, right. I'd have been like, hey, bring the car around. You're not, you not. There's no security to protect me? <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? I'm out. I would have been like, ghost, peace, keep the check. I don't need it. Like, I'll go back to my comedy tour. Like, so props to him for being absolutely professional and handling himself. Like, because there's videos. I don't know if you've seen the video, too. His backhand, his fist is cocked. He watched him coming towards him, and he kind of make a joke like, "Uh uh-oh, here comes King Richard. And he walks up, and he just looks him dead in the eye and takes it like a man. But his back hand is back, and his fist is cocked like he was thinking about it. But let me ask you this. How much worse would it have been if he takes the slap and he swings back, and then they're like at each other's throat trying to choke each other out and wrestling on the stage, and then the next thing, here comes 50 people trying to rip them apart and break them up for the whole world to see. Like Chris Rock swings back and that becomes not, this will live on in infamy forever. He swings back and that shuts that whole show down. And then police are involved and other people are getting hit when they're trying to break it up and women are being hurt as people rush the stage. That could have gotten downright fucking disastrous. If Chris doesn't maintain his composure and hold on to himself, it, it would have been a bazillion times worse because he swings on him right there. And Will Smith is mad as he was at that moment because Will Smith, again, is a phenomenal actor, too. But when somebody's pissed for real, 
you just know he was pissed that whole keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth he was upset chris swings and that turns into an all-out fucking brawl like will would have been trying to kill him like and i i so i i praise chris for for balling that fist up but just standing there and taking it like i don't know if he was thinking about that when he didn't swing back he may have just been thinking about like I don't want to get my ass kicked on TV, you know, but because Will's right. a big dude. He mm-hmm. played Muhammad Ali. He's a trained by he trained with professional boxers, dude. Like, so yeah, I don't know what was going through his mind, but whatever it was, props to him. Cause that had to be tough to take that and not do anything about it. Um because you know, for every joke about Will Smith, there might be the joke that Chris Rock's a pussy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Jim Carrey's right. He's got to live with that forever. Right. But I think he made the right decision. Uh, and it's definitely going to pan out better for him than it is for Will, for sure. But um, I think you're right. It's going to, if Bad Boys 4 flops, Will could be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think, I don't think they don't, I don't think he's canceled yet. But if these movies don't pan out, it could be down the line. He better have a real good apology tour coming Well, I, and, and I think the only way out of this for him is to do the whole PR thing. Yeah. And then he's got plenty of money. Yeah. He should disappear for a while. That's right. the only way that I think that he can come out of this popular. Yeah. Or not popular, but but less unscathed. Like, you don't see or hear from... Like, to be honest, like, you need to do the Tiger Woods tour. Tiger Woods disappeared. Yeah, he did. Right? Yeah. he was sleeping with hookers, getting in, in car accidents, popping yeah, yeah. pills, getting arrested. Yeah. Fucking... Wife was trying to beat the shit out of him Wife with a golf club. Wife was trying to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, he yeah. had his fucking... Uh, what's that called? The photo when you get arrested? Mugshot. His mugshot was yeah. everywhere. That's a meme. Yeah. He had to disappear. Yeah. For years. And then resurface and, and win a resurface. golf tournament. Yeah. He won that tournament when he came back, right? Because or, the only yeah. way that this stuff goes away is with time. Yes. Agreed. That's the, if he tries to... To, to make to make things right right now and he tries to do the whole pr thing like he could he, he could steer out of it like i said maybe a movie hits he's gonna be all right does the right things right but like i feel like if he does the tiger woods move that's his best chance i agree with you disappear on that. i think he does need to and unfortunately we talked about jada being toxic really the only reason that jada pinkett smith is famous is because she's married to will smith name a jada pinkett movie that isn't set it off like, you know, she just, I think she was in Girls Trip. I didn't watch it. Jada Pinkett is famous for being married to Will Smith. So unfortunately, that keeping it quiet, this is going to be a red table talk conversation. There's going to be Will Smith and her are going to be sitting and they're going to air it out. I pray that someone in Will's camp says that's not a good idea and tells him exactly what you just said. But I worry that Jada sees this. This is how Jada has, is famous now. Mm-hmm. These red table talks where they sit around and they air all their dirty laundry out. Um, that doesn't need to happen, but I'm afraid that it's going to. And I all that's, all that's going to happen from that conversation between him and Jada, if they do the red table talk, is there'll be more memes, more jokes. You're fueling the fire and letting it live on. Like Here's what I say to Will Smith. No one was making fun of your wife's bald head. That Chris Rock joke, that bad Chris Rock joke, would have been forgotten two minutes later. You going up and slapping Chris Rock. Now, 
everybody's making fun of Jada's bald head. You've seen the meme of, mm-hmm. yeah, the Academy wanted to make Will Smith feel better, so they gave him a statue of his wife, and he's holding the Oscar, which is a bald-headed dude. Right. You know, like, now everybody knows she's bald-headed. Everybody's making fun of it. Nobody, I just always thought that was a fashion choice on her part. And actually, she looks great with a bald head. I'm jealous. Because I look like an idiot when I shave my head. <laughs> and I think life would be much easier with a shaved head. She looks killer doing it. It fits her. Now, everybody knows she has alopecia and, and is bald-headed because not by choice. And it, and she's being made fun of for it. That would have never happened if Will just goes, that was a shitty joke. I'm going to talk to Chris afterwards and let him know. Like, hey, my wife suffers from alopecia. She didn't appreciate that, man. And uh, just wanted to let you know. And Chris would have probably been like, Hey, Jada, my bad. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Uh, um, it won't happen again. And everybody walks away a lot better off. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're right. He needs to disappear. And I'm afraid that that's not going to happen. Other than disappearing, I can't think of any other way except maybe he sits down with the Red Table Talk. Jada should have fucking nothing to do with it. If it's going to happen, it should happen between him and Chris Rock. Like they should sit down and talk. And I, I, and I don't even know if that helps. I don't think that helps. Yeah. Because it's still, I, I think that, like, if if Chris and Will are fine, like, it doesn't make it okay. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make Will's actions any better. It doesn't make, Yeah. it doesn't excuse it. Like, we live in this world now where, like, there's such a big difference between, like, like, if I did that at work, I don't have a job today. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? There's yeah, such yeah. a discrepancy. Like, sure. there's always been a discrepancy between famous people or people oh, that course. have money versus regular yeah, yeah. people. But now we're at the point now where everything is out in the open and you will get absolutely barbecued. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, then people don't let you off the hook anymore. No. no. Right? No. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see, like, Chris and Will being buddy and talking about it and hugging it out. You know, make you know. Some people be like, "Okay, it's over, let it go." But it's that vision still yeah. there. They still see the vision of, of 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 Jada with her nasty face, and then Will turning right. Yeah. There's already like a bazillion fucking remixes of you know, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's just I, I don't I I don't see any way for him to steer out of this no. without disappearing. And I don't, and I agree with you. I don't think that he can steer out of it. Or I think I don't think that he can disappear because that's not in the world we li- live in now. Yeah, it's tough. You but... get clicks and views by talking about it. Yeah, and his wife—that's her whole mm-hmm. thing. That's who she is. So, and yeah, that's a problem. Like, he may not be able to completely disappear, but he does not need to do that red table talk. And I'm just afraid that that's going to happen. I hope. For his sake, I hope he's got a PR team and a team good enough around him that goes, Will, the best thing you can do is to not discuss this any further. Just let it go and just, and then just try to go back about making your movies or doing whatever. But yeah, I mean, there is a way when you got money, he could disappear. Like sure, a paparazzi guy might snap a picture of him somewhere, catch a video of him. Go take a vacation, dude. Go to a fucking far off island somewhere. Take two weeks and don't, you know, unplug your phone and just chill and then come back home, work out, maybe work on some music, go in the lab, just stay hidden for a while. Like he can't do that, though. That's the problem because he's all over social media, too. Yeah, that's the the problem. They've become 
famous the smiths are famous for putting themselves out there yeah and 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 being open and being honest and talking about everything well when you do that you leave yourself open to uh, you almost put a target on your back like and that's what they've done it's kind of sad man but like i said i respect both of them so i've been a will smith fan you know men in black independence day he's in some of my favorite movies dude i i, I love those movies i robot like I was a Jazzy Jeff and a Fresh Prince fan. I was a uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fan. The new version of Bel-Air that he's producing is phenomenal. It's an incredible show. In some ways, it's better than the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, so it's sad, man. It's just sad and unfortunate. It really is. So I have to tell you something. Okay. I lied. Okay. We're not going to talk about Moon Knight this week. No. Yeah. I was going to say we went in a little deep on some other stuff. Moon Knight next week. Moon Knight for sure next week. Yeah. Um, but before we get out of here, yeah. I know you wanted to bring up the Bruce Willis thing since we're all in the Hollywood stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, Bruce Willis at, uh, I want to say he's knocking on 70, um, has announced that I could be wrong. Maybe you can look that up. I, I think he's in his late sixties, mm -hmm. has announced that he is, um, officially retiring. He will be making no more movies, no more television shows, no more television appearances, no more movies. He suffers from, I might be saying this wrong, aphasia, which is a disease, that a cognitive disorder that prevents you from pro properly taking in information. And, and, you know, you can't process things, process information correctly, and then relay information. So basically, he can't act. He couldn't read a script, memorize that script, and then engage with someone else and, and be able to act and say the words. Like, he can't speak properly anymore. He can't talk properly anymore. He can't think properly anymore. So, you know, his family put out a statement, I think it was last week, that said, yeah, unfortunately, my father, due to aphasia and some other health issues, is going to be retiring from acting. No, no, So no more... How old did you think he was? 67? Six, 67. Yeah. He is 67. Okay, so yeah. At the age of 67, he is retiring from acting. And, um, you know, a lot of people may have been making fun of Bruce Willis for the last few years uh, because he's cranked out a lot of, like, straight-to-streaming, straight-to-video movies that, like, you know, a lot of people aren't watching it. A lot of people, myself included, were like, he's Bruce Willis. Why the fuck is he doing that? Like, why? This guy's in Die Hard and Pulp Fiction and The Kid and... and glass and you know unbreakable like why is he doing these straight to streaming crap movies well i think and this is just my opinion i don't know but i don't imagine that he just found out about this aphasia last week he probably found out some years ago and was probably trying to stash some money aside knowing that like yo i'm gonna hit a point where i can't do this anymore and i'm gonna need a you know Stockhold. I'm going to need cash in the bank to like not only support himself, but to support his family. Like he's got a lot of children and he's got an ex-wife and I imagine he's probably got a new spouse now that he's with. He was probably cranking out those horrible direct video movies to just give himself a cushion in the bank. But I mean, respect, dude, just kind of a sad moment because this guy's been entertaining you and I for, I mean, Die Hard was late 80s was it 89 88 um i would guess 86 that's my guess. i mean so think about that man all pretty much all of Maybe our 88 yeah all of our lives so you had 
five, I think. What 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 year was it? Eighty eight. I mean, there's very few people that can say they've been in a movie that changed the game. Die Hard absolutely changed the game. Every action movie after Die Hard was just Die Hard, right? Die Hard on a boat. Die Hard on a train. Die Hard on a plane. But they were all Die Hard. They when you're in something that lays a blueprint for everyone else after. It's timeless. It's a limited amount of people who can say they were in the greatest Christmas movie of all Yaps, time. Yeah, 100%. Greatest Christmas slash action. Like, that's not just a great Christmas movie, <laughs> which that could be a whole other debate, but I agree with you. I think it is. That's one of the greatest action movies of all time, regardless of how you feel about Christmas movie. I mean, the cast, the plot, the interaction between him and the police officer and Hans Gruber and just... There's so many phenomenal things, but his performance in Pulp Fiction, he's in Pulp Fiction, which is also one of the greatest movies of all time. And then let's not talk about, there was four more diehards after Die Hard. I mean, just what a career. Armageddon. I mean, the guy's in absolute blockbusters and just incredible films. And it's a sad moment to think that we're now in an entertainment world without Bruce Willis. Like, because he's just, he kind of always felt like he'd be there. Like, Bruce Willis ain't going nowhere. He was in G.I. Joe and popping up in the Expendables and like he's forever. You know, with that shaved head, he, he just looked like a, a dude that could just go forever making movies. So, yeah, man, a sad moment. My, my respect goes out to him and his family. So now for the informational part of the show. Yeah, aphasia. Aphasia is a disorder resulting from damage or injury to the language area in the brain. The severity and types of symptoms depend on the area of the brain affected and the extent of the damage. It can be treated based on the intensity of damage to the brain by speech and language therapy or surgery. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, it leads to impairment of language, speech, comprehension, and the ability to read and write. Uh, speaking short or incomplete sentences, writing or speaking words or sentences that don't make sense, difficulty in finding the right words to speak or write, substituting one word for another or one sound for another, uh, speaking unrecognizable words, the inability to follow conversations, migraine seizures, uh, and uh, transient ischemic attack may cause temporary episodes of aphasia. So all of those things I just listed sound like it makes it pretty hard to be an actor. Yeah, absolutely. So. Pretty much he was given a diagnosis that you can't do the one thing you've loved and built your life around anymore. Imagine like you and I, we're not paid to do this, but imagine we got that. It was like, hey, I know you like kind of rapping and I know you love talking and, you know, recording a podcast. You're done. You're done. You can't do that anymore. He was basically told that everything you love in your life, everything that is who you are and who as a man and how you're revered and how you're looked upon, you can no longer do. You just got to go sit in your house and try to deal with this now. Crazy, dude. I can't. If somebody told me I could no longer rap or record this podcast, even though I make no money doing either, but I'm so passionate about those things and love those things so much. I can't imagine what that would feel like. I've also heard you said damage to the brain can cause it. I've also, they're saying that there's a possibility that uh, for some people, especially people in their older years, COVID can cause it. I heard, don't know if that's true, but I had heard that. I don't know if that is accurate or not. Yeah, but I had heard that as well, but I heard that the brain damage and, you know, I don't know what Bruce Willis did as a youngster, if he played football or if he rode motorcycles, but he strikes me as the kind of guy that was probably outgoing and did some stuff. Maybe he got a concussion. At some point. So you got to wonder, like, somebody like uh, Johnny Knoxville, who's had 18 concussions right. doing those jackass movies, or these football players. 
that have had multiple concussions. Down the line, do they now have to worry about aphasia? I mean, you got people like Brett Favre who black out and say they, there's parts of their lives they can't remember because of concussions. Like maybe that's the early onsets of aphasia. I, I don't know. But pretty sad, man. I mean, Bruce Willis is a legend. I mean, he's been entertaining us for forever, man. And uh, So let me hit you with a couple of things. Yeah. Obviously, Die Hard. Oh, yeah. Pulp Fiction. Yep. Sixth Sense. Oh, absolutely. Classic. Right? Yep. Uh, let's see. What else was he in that was just like... Unbreakable. The, the Expendables. Yes. Um, what else? Cop Out. Yep. Uh, all the Die Hard movies. What else? Armageddon. Just, it, it, the whole ten yards. He was yeah. fantastic oh. in. That's a and great movie. And the whole movie. nine yards, which is the yeah, first yeah, the whole one. nine yeah, yards. Yeah, right? yeah, they're both good. Yeah. Uh, he was in Friends. Oh, that's right. Do you yeah. know why he was in Friends? No, I don't remember. I, I don't remember the exact, but he lost a bet to Matthew Perry. Oh, really? Matthew Perry and him are in a movie. Yeah, the whole he, nine yards. And he's like, yeah, if it that's if, right. If, if it's number one, if we get to number one, yeah, you have to come on Friends. So he came on Friends for three episodes and did it for free. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, I heard that. I love the whole nine yards. That um, movie's Mercury hilarious. Rising. Yes. Great movie. Fifth Element. Oh, oh, the Fifth Element's a classic. Twelve Monkeys. Classic. Cult classic. Sci-fi mm-hmm. classic. Yeah, that's a crazy movie. Brad Pitt was great in that, too. Last Boy Scout. Oh, him and Damon Wayans. Yes, forgot about that one. He's the voice in Look Who's Talking. That's right. He was the baby. He also won an award for Moonlighting, the TV show. Moonlighting was a show my my folks watched, but I watched it with them as a kid. And as I was scrolling through all of this stuff, which is just like 148 credits or something, there's so many TV shows that he was on. Not like the star, but like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Friends. He was on uh, That 70s Show. He was on... 17 times he was on David Letterman. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah. A lot of movies to promote. Sin City. Oh, okay. I forgot he was the in movie, Sin, City. Sin City. Yeah. Yes. That's a good movie. A lot of voice acting, too. Mm-hmm. Lego movie. Oh, that's right. Also, thanks for calling me out that I've never seen Batman Lego. Appreciate that shit. <laughs> it's, what I, it's what I do. I'm trying to promote the podcast, man. Got to get people interested and find new ways to do it. That was just something that clicked. But like, Got to call that out. So You're anyway, our Batman guy, dude. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, it really bums me out that he's not going to be acting anymore. Yeah. That being said... You know what, Bruce? You're 67. Yeah. You gave us plenty of amazing stuff that we can always go back to. Oh, man. Uh, Die Hard is one of my favorite movies of all time. Me too. Um, I absolutely love it. And uh, for me, it is a Christmas movie. But even I, you know, my mom was watching it over here in October one time. And yeah. I didn't leave. I, I was like, oh, I hate I hate when stuff's on TV. I didn't leave the couch for an hour and a half. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you can't help it. It so. sucks you in, and that's the that's the that's the cue or the of a really really good movie is you just you can't stop. But absolutely. And if you don't know what Moonlighting is, yeah. see if you can find it because it's a really good show, and you get to see Bruce Willis with hair. Yes, old school Bruce Willis. I don't even know if you can uh, if you can stream that show anywhere. Hopefully, maybe with the onset of this news that they'll put that back out because I've never come across that show on like Netflix or Hulu or any of those like. 
It'll probably be on Paramount Plus, one of those ones I don't have. But yeah, man, he has hair. And uh, you know what? I'll always remember him. He did the Seagram wine cooler commercial where he's sitting on the porch and singing because he made it. He made music too. He made albums. Bruce Willis has musical albums that you can pull up on Spotify, but he was sitting on the front porch. Seagram's Golden Wine Coolers. Seagram's, yeah, Golden Wine Coolers. And I thought that was such a badass commercial, just him and these like bluesy looking guys sitting on the front porch singing about their Seagram's while they're drinking. It was badass, dude. He's just a badass, man. Yeah, much love to him and his family, and just hopefully he's able to... Uh, kind of keep this in control and just uh, enjoy his, the rest of his life, man. He's earned it. He's earned the time off. Absolutely. Uh, hope everything goes well and uh, for him uh, medically and, and yeah. going, going forward, he's able to take care of it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the the like we said, the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing, we, yeah. we, we dug in on that. It, yep. it, at the end of the day, at the end of the day after all that, it's just sad, man. It is. That's yeah, it, that's, what I, that's what I, that's the first thing I said was just really sad. Yeah, so. It was avoidable. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, uh, for everyone that tuned in to hear us talk about Moon Knight, <laughs> apologies, but I promise, yes. promise, unless something happens in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless there's this is super breaking news. Breaking news. This just in. Uh, we will be talking about Moon Knight next episode. 100%. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this journey. We love you. We appreciate you. And uh, Bill, slide us out of the DMs. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. In the immortal words of Bruce Willis. Yeah. yippee ki motherfucker. That's it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>